Let me make sure. Okay, you guys. All right. I think that we are good to go. We are on Facebook. We are here on Zoom with our amazing group of panelists. Today, I want to welcome everybody to the Empress Festival. Um, the Empress Festival, gosh, we've been doing this now for almost four years. And uh, our goal with the Empress Festival is to really help you along your spiritual path. And because we are in such a collective um, frequency right now of, you know, some, some fear, some pain, some things are showing up that um, kind of are all taking everybody by storm. So I really want the Empress Festival today to just be a place of love and support. We are going to be talking about all the areas of expertise from our panelists, but uh, our goal is really to help you through the awakening process, because at the end of the day, when we refrain from looking at the darkness, we can't actually expand. And the same thing, if you are a light worker or you're somebody who loves to spread love and light, we still have to look at the darkness, but we have to remember that the light exists as well. So there's this duality that we all have to endure in our lifetime. And I feel like right now as a collective, we're forced to look at both sides because if we go too far down the darkness, then we forget about the light. And if we're ignoring the darkness, then, you know, we're just not, we're not elevating our consciousness the way that we, we can. So I really hope today uh, here at the Empress Festival that you guys you know, leave feeling empowered, feeling strong, feeling supported. Um, I would advise that I've got my own notebook. I'm going to be a student here today too. So if you want to take some notes, we are going to be going for two hours. I also want to remember, uh, uh, remind you guys that all of our panelists, um, if you are interested in learning more about who they are, um, they are all club members of the Holistic Fashionista Club. We are a coffee table um, print magazine. Um, supporting those on their spiritual journey into the fifth dimension. So if you want to learn more about them, I'm going to have them leave uh, their information below the video. So if you want to, if there's somebody here or a few of them that you want to reach out to, if you want to uh, follow them on Instagram, um, they will have some free things to be offering at the end. Um, those will also be in the comment section below this video. Um, if you can't stay for the whole portion of today's uh, festival, uh, I always post the replays on our Empress Festival podcast. It's in our Facebook group and it's on my YouTube channel. So if you can't stay for the whole time and you want to check out the replay, those are three places that you can check it out. Uh, the Empress Festival podcast is on Spotify and iTunes. Okay, so before we get started, I'll just give you guys a quick little overview about who I am. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista. Uh, we started Holistic Fashionista magazine over seven years ago, and our goal has always been to build and create and um, promote holistic leaders of tomorrow. And with the age of Aquarius, like literally booming right now. We are going through such a transition right now. I truly believe that every single one of us on this planet uh, came here to be master teachers. So um, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, if you're healing your body or healing a broken heart or you're starting a business, you know, I know a lot of us are quarantined right now and we're starting to percolate. Well, how can we be of service? So that's what we're really here to do um, as a company, as our mission to help you guys really step into those master teacher roles. Uh, I'm a huge fan of YouTube for that reason. I love hearing other people's perspectives. I believe that we all have something to teach each other. So you don't have to be someone famous or an author or an actor or a politician or 
anything, we always we all have something amazing to share. And I just wanted to build a platform where you guys could share it. So if you are new to Holistic Fashionista, I want to invite you to check out our blog, our temple, our magazine, and all of the amazing courses and, and classes that we offer. All right, without further ado, what we're going to do first, just so everybody gets acquainted with our amazing panelists today, I'm going to go around in a circle and I'm just going to have each of you guys um, mention your name, where are you calling from in the world, um, and who do you serve? What, what it, tell us a little bit about your business. So I'm going to go around, I'm going to start with you, uh, Tiffany. Hi, I just wanted to say that I'm so grateful to be here and grateful to share my gifts. I'm Tiffany Yvonne. I am located in Stratford, Connecticut, and my business is Empower Yourself, Love Yourself, Grow, and I pretty much just serve anyone that is looking to get back to the core of who they really are, to step into their truth and um, fulfill their divine path, because I believe everyone has that, despite what we go through, whether that be depression, anxiety or trauma, I deal with that. I um, help people express themselves and really tap into that and, um, you know, set themselves free. I love it. And I know that there's probably so much anxiety going on right now. We are in such a you know, we're in such a state of transformation that unless you can kind of see the uh, the underlying silver lining, if you can at this point, um, I, I hope that today we're able to share your gifts and get people into a more place of, of feeling more empowered and stepping fully into their role um, in this transformation. So I'm so happy to have you here, Tiffany. Thanks for being here. Thank you. All right. Um, I've got you, Nicole. Um, I don't know if you have your video, but I would love to see your beautiful face if possible. Otherwise, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hi. Hi. How are you? I wasn't sure if you were able to see me or not. Nope. We can't see you. Do you, uh, Let's see if I can ask to start video. Here we go. Ask to start video. Let me know if you get a little cue there. I did. Oh, there, there you are. Yay. Beautiful. Hi. So I am Nicole and I have, it's been so crazy with everything. Right now I am in Houston, Texas. I'm kind of stuck here right now with all the stuff going on with quarantine, but I'm from Michigan. Um, I have been on this lovely spiritual journey for at least four years now. Um, and I've just been trying to help other women come together uh, realize that we don't compete with each other. We are actually helping one another, teach each other spiritual understanding, helping each other just grow. And um, my specialty is Reiki, uh, spiritual coaching. So I help with getting rid of past trauma, helping people to face the things that they fear most, mm -hmm. things that may have been passed down through generations. Um, and I've dabbled into the tarot as well. So I've been doing a little bit of all of that. So I'm excited to be here and to see what all the other ladies have to offer. Perfect. So happy to have you here. And I love being able to put like 
faces to names and voices to names. This is so I just wanted to also preface before we move any for, forward. I have mostly stalked all y'all on Instagram, which is probably how we found each other, whether it was through the Empress Festival Instagram. So I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, the people that are listening that these are the people that I'm looking at. These are the people that I'm learning from, that I'm collaborating with, that I'm communicating with. So I'm just so happy to finally meet you guys and and, and build this relationship further. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Nicole. Thank you. For okay. And then we've got, is it Zach? Yes. Zach, lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Hello, everyone. My name is Zach. I am a spiritual elder. I help women become empowered in a bold, fierce, unstoppable way. And it's interesting because right now what everyone is going through, it's it's a way of totally connecting to duality. And yes, you said it so perfect because someone that has gone through the depths of depression, I found my greatest lessons in that. So it's beautiful at this time where we could get into that place of learning from both sides. So I help women really tap into their inner power to step into their empress and to shine and create this life that they're looking for. It's always that dream life. So I'm happy to be here to serve, and I'm so grateful for this festival today. It's just perfect time. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I just want to mention as well, like, you know, we're all go on in a different phase of this spiritual path, and I don't want to exclude men here because I actually have a lot of male followers recently. So I just wanted to just give a shout out to our male audience. Um, this this festival is for you. I know, you know, with Holistic Fashionista being a very feminine name and, and the Empress Festival that we are here to support anybody on their spiritual path. So thank you so much for being here, Zach. I can't wait to learn more. Thank you. All right, Coley, what's going on, girl? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a crazy time. I have um, three little boys that I take care of, and we were going to homeschool starting June anyway. We've just bumped it up a couple months. So I've been busy, busy, busy today taking care of them, and then I raced back here, and I feel like here I am. This is what I look like today. I have clothes on. <laughs> So my name is Coley, and I am in uh, Northwest Arkansas, which is Central USA. Uh, so it's pretty chill here. It's not real crazy. The streets are basically empty, and I really like that. I prefer it that way. I like to just take my time and my space. And <laughs> Tell us a little so bit about what you do. Oh, yes, for sure. So I am the creator of Essential Mind, which has been running since 2012. I have YouTube videos. I help people to holistically uh, find their wellness. And that is through, you know, physical and emotional, spiritual. Um, and then I have Coley, the, the Practical Saint blog, housed on the EssentialMind.me uh, website. And so I've been helping transition from physical, holistic wellness to more like helping spiritually, um, you know, as, as, a, as a person who's helped 3D people pop for a while. I got online a couple of years ago and now I'm helping the, the people, you know, the masses. So that's what I do today. Okay, awesome. And I, is EssentialMind, do you use essential oils? 
I do. So uh, I partner, you know, I, I have a whole holistic shop on EssentialMind.me and I, I do partner with doTERRA International, which is all the rage right now, of course, using natural medicines to deal with viruses. So yes, I'm a germaphobe for the last 10 years because I work with infectious disease and like communicable, you know, like I'm a, a germaphobe. So yeah, I help people deal with uh, germs and viruses naturally. Okay, yes. great. Well, so happy to have you here again. Thank you. Okay, so let's see who is it? Is it Thacia? Thaisha. <laughs> yes, that's good. Thaisha, so happy to have you here. So, Tell, where um, are you calling from? Thank you. I am calling from Wisconsin, um, close to Green Bay. People are all back here. Um, not so much, but that's okay. <laughs> and basically, um, if you in my profile, Thing. I am here as a messenger of love and to, to remind that I solved and um, through working through my Akashic records, I started Rainbow Shamanism, which is just all the pieces and parts of me and to help um, women in trauma and, and, and men in trauma find all of these parts of them that they can use and transmute their energy to, you know, from trauma to love. Love it. So you work with so. the Akashic Records? Yes. Perfect. Your, your connection might have been, might have been a little, what's that? I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, the connection is a little bit hard. That's why I was just reiterating that some of the things that I heard. So do you, you work with the Akashic Records? Yes, I work the Akashic Records mainly and then go branching out from there because they're, the Akashic Records is a record of everything that you are. Yes. And so I also te teach my clients to use that and to use other tools of empowerment to, to get back to that space of love. Love it. Perfect. I'm so happy to get, be getting to know everybody. Thank you so much for being here, Thaisha. I can't wait to dive deeper. Thank you. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. Did I miss anybody? I think I'm the sixth person. Okay, so let me just. So I just thought that we could start off with a little bit of prayer, um, maybe even just like a moment of silence. Like we don't have to like sit here in silence for the whole time, but I just wanted to really acknowledge everyone who is at home taking care of themselves um, and doing the research. I think doing the research is part of the scariest part about some of what's going on here. And um, obviously there's a lot of different things floating around and I am a firm believer that there is there is a spiritual or metaphysical reason why this is happening. You know, there's obviously the 3D version of what's going on as far as like, you know, the virus and things that are going around. But there's also another reason, um, a spiritual reason that we're all, um, you know, at home and connecting with our loved ones. Um, we're sharing information like we've never shared before, even though the social media has been around forever. Um, we're all 
sharing resources, you know, recipes, um, getting back on the phone, checking in with each other. There's a lot of sacred things that are happening right now that I think are just very, very divine and very beautiful. So I thought it'd be really, I think it'd be very beautiful if we could just, you know, hold space for maybe like 60 seconds and just send love and light to every single human on this planet and acknowledge that we all are in this together. And as much as like, again, that duality of light and dark, it's in inevitable. There is never going to be 100% lightness and there is never going to be 100% darkness. So any fears that we have about the world is ending or whatever is happening, you know, that's just one angle. And when we really look at the bigger scope of things, I don't know that we could have the amount of people waking up at the caliber uh, in the numbers and the droves that are happening right now because we're all at home. Um, we're all really coming together in, in sisterhood and brotherhood. And so I just thought like, you know, you know, talking with Daisha about the Akashic Records, like we can all access our own energy um, together, we're all part of this bigger organism, which is Mother Gaia, you know, that is the Earth's consciousness. So, you know, when we sun gaze or we, you know, connect with people energetically, we can reach out, doesn't matter where people are in the world. So I just thought I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, I'm going to grab a crystal. If you guys have any crystals, <laughs> excuse me, and let's just connect to <coughs> the collective unconscious and let's send them all love and light you know if there's fear in people's hearts let's send it love let's if there is um worry and anxiety um if there's fear for your life um let's send it love and light so let's just take a moment we're going to do 60 seconds um connecting with our inner light and let's send it to every single person on this planet yes even the ones that we think are doing some weird shit. okay all right let's go 60 seconds Okay. I am so honored to be in the line of work that I'm in. And I think when you go on your spiritual journey, 
you, you realize that your life purpose was always right underneath your nose. You just had to, you just had to step into it. And, um, you know, astrology has been that, um, that pool for me, uh, to really see more of who I am. So I thought, um, we would just go around and I would just like to know from each of you, you know, is there a specific tool? Maybe there's more than one that, that began this journey for you of really going in and connecting to your higher self. And I'm going to start with you, Zach. Interesting. I love that question. Mm -hmm. Wow, I was literally three years old when I tapped into this and I didn't know what it was. I just kept on telling my family there's like blue men running around the house and everyone thought I was crazy. So for me, it was something that came right from the diaper times. Like, and then I had an imaginary friend, Jessica. Everyone still laughs about her. Like, so I always had that someone there, that spirit there, that, ever, that angel there, whatever you want to call it, the unseen world, my invisible friends, like my brother has a whole bunch of names for me, but I always had that. Now, accepting it, I accepted it, but I didn't understand it because, I mean, I went through cancer in 97, and when they asked me, how did I know I had cancer? I told them I saw it in a dream and a bird told me. And my doctor thought I was totally crazy. Like, how do you have a dream and a bird's telling you you have cancer? But it was that process of trusting my inner being. So there was so many processes in my life where I accepted the gift more and more, even though it didn't make sense to me. And I didn't have that opportunity to talk to other people because the imprints as a child that were put upon me as people are going to think you're crazy. How do you, what is this? Like all these different things. So you have to, when you have these gifts as a child, you really don't understand what normal is. And you think that you're normal and everyone else is weird and everyone else is normal. Like you're normal, they're weird, but they think they're normal and you're weird. So <laughs> life is just this process of evolving to understand what, the so-called 5D is even those titles. I, I'm not into them because of how long I've been on this journey. I don't know what dimension I'm in. Sometimes I think I'm in like cloud 5,997 for crying out loud. You just don't know. But I understand like the human world needs to have a lot of this stuff. So I just, my whole life journey is to understand what I've been feeling all my life inside of me and how it's helped me evolve and grow and has helped me evolve other people and grow by teaching them to tap into energy. That's always been my tool. Energy, astrology is energy. If you like astrology, go for it. I enjoy dabbling into astrology. If you like tarot, go for it. If you like to do fire ceremonies, go for it. Go for things that excited you. For me, it was energy excited me and witchy stuff, like making little like food or, um, you know, essential oils, but I do more flowers. So, you know, creating essential baths. So really tapping into that. And like I said, my purpose is really understanding the spirit world and the human world and really how it works in parallel with one another. And this is what I teach my clients duality is always going to be there. The ego is always going to be there, regardless of where it's coming from. It's how we utilize life. It's how we utilize the ego. It's how we utilize our suffering to bring us to that next level. And the more that I tap into that higher frequency, it's like, wow, life is really simple if we just listen. 
And that's what I love to teach myself first and foremost, because patience and listening are the two hardest things, yet so simple. And the more I teach this to everyone, as much as I teach it to myself, we start evolving and growing and becoming bold and becoming unstoppable and fierceful. And we just stand into the grace of who we are. And that's truly to me what life is all about. And all these teachings from four years old to 46 years old, where I'm now saying, you know what, it's really about how you feel inside of you and not what anyone says outside of you. So regardless if people like you or they don't, as long as you know who you are and your heart knows who it is, that's all that truly matters at the end. So that is my spiritual journey thus far. I still have a lot of to go. <laughs> so, okay. So you have, so it's very, I, we have never talked about imaginary friends on the Empress Festival before. So, and I think that there's a lot of children out there that weren't allowed to talk to their imaginary friends or were shunned for it. So I think I want to go back to that because, you know, we're, you know, you know, we're all tapped in and we're connecting to our guides. I know that's probably new to a lot of people. They're like, how do you do that? How do you tap into your angels? And here you were at three, four years old, you know, with an imaginary friend. So, so tell us a little bit more about that because that's kind of set you down this path of understanding um, energy. And I think for the mothers out there, the fathers out there who have children who are like, oh, like, you know, and have a little name and everything for their imaginary friend. It's like, what can you, what words of wisdom could you share to those mothers and fathers out there who have children who are talking to imaginary friends? Are they really imaginary? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's such a beautiful thing. I've had a lot of my clients tell me their kids have imaginary friends. I'm like, oh, tell me about them. And then uh, the kids will come to me and they'll explain to me their imaginary friend. And sometimes their imaginary friends could be violent. And sometimes they could be these beautiful beings of light. So there's two types. It's duality. So we're, I'm literally teaching kids duality and how to tap into this energy from such an early age. So when you're, if your child comes up to you and says, oh, little Harry's running around over there, you're probably like, oh my God, what is this child talking about? But ask them questions about Harry. Who is Harry? How old is Harry? Is Harry nice? Is Harry mean? Does Harry tell you to do things that you know, maybe we'll get you in trouble. So really getting to know the spirit that your child is connecting with, right? I had my imaginary friend. My mom used to come into my room and she'd be like, who are you playing with? And I'm like trading dolls with my imaginary friend, Jessica. And I'm like, it's Jessica, mom. Can't you see her? And my mom would think that I was crazy because I didn't understand at this point that I'm the only one that could see Jessica. Until Jessica said to me, you're the only one that could see me. No one else can. So I had to understand that as a three-year-old. So when that all happened, I had Jessica around for two years. Now, it's difficult for anyone to understand an imaginary friend because it's really like one flew off the cuckoo's nest. Like I would open the door, we would go out for family excursions, and I would be like, Jessica, let's go. And then I would feel when the energy came to me and my family knew when the energy came to me because I was calmer. I felt more safe. I felt secure. I felt like some, even though I didn't understand, I felt because life is about an emotion. We, we manifest emotions. We are all about emotion. When you're able to direct your emotion through energy and knowingness, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, what feels like protective. So when Jessica was with me, I was always like, Oh, okay, let's go. And it was like as a little child having this 
happy-go-lucky inside of you. So my family never understood that, but they always accepted it and made fun of it. But I learned to harness it. So teach your kids to harness that energy, to understand like when it feels good, know that it feels good, laugh about it. If it doesn't feel good, you have to take that control to say no. So that's really teaching your kids like putting their foot down, setting their boundaries, understanding things with this imaginary friend because sometimes these imaginary friends play with your mind, see how far they could take you. I had um, one of the kids that I was working with, the imaginary friend would say, kick your grandfather down the stairs. And, and then when he told me this, I was like, oh, an interesting thing, his imaginary friend's name was Zach. And I was laughing at this. I'm like, you need to tell Zach that he needs to go. So one day when I was working with the child at hand, he said that he kicked Zach down the stairs. He said, you want me to kick my grandfather? I'm kicking you. And Zach stopped coming to him. So that child intuitively knew that he had to kick Zach down the stairs in order for him to just disappear. And it's so interesting when you teach the kids the energies of the, the invisible friend that's coming through, they tap into a whole different world. So when I have kids that go through, you know, they're very intuitive and they feel these heavy energies come to them, they feel like they have to sleep and they'll say, I'm just fighting some dark angels. I'm okay. Because I teach them that there's angels in both duality. There's not the bad guy, the good guy. There's dark angels and light angels. So that there's not fear. It's interesting. Um, One of the things I had said, I was teaching my astrology certification recently. And I said, what if we all started imagining instead of, you know, these dark forces and these light forces are opposing each other. What if they were actually friends in this spiritual realm? And when we get off path, the little, the, the, the light angel goes to the dark angel and says, okay, angel's going down a rabbit hole. You got to go poker and like, you got to go do something so we can move her back over here. And it really made you realize that everything is working for you, you know, instead of against you. So thank you so much for sharing that. I think this is a great conversation to keep going here. So thanks. Okay. So I'm going to go to you, Nicole. Is there, was there a specific um, either modality or situation that, that really started to begin this process of knowing who you are, knowing that your divine light source energy, you know, was there something specific that really stands out to you? It's funny that Zach had that imaginary friend situation because I had imaginary friends as a child. I had two and my parents would tease me all the time about it. Um, I remember na- their names, it was really weird names. One was Egus, one was August. And um, I can't really remember what they looked like. I don't know if they were boys or girls, but I know they were around when I was like three or four. Um, and then they kind of just phased out when my brother came along, my little brother. So I've always been very sensitive, I think to energy because I learned as I got older, that I'm very empathic, like I'm very sensitive to energy. Like I don't like being around a a place where there's a lot of people. Um, It doesn't make me like sick or anything, but it's just overwhelming. And I've learned through, mostly through relationships, how I attract different types of energies. And I feel like it's a healing modality for me um, because I notice I attract people who are trying to heal or they have a trauma or something like that. And I've been learning recently about um, 
being a Hayoka and how powerful that particular empath is. And it makes a lot of sense to me now because a lot of my relationships um, were very, I won't say necessarily chaotic, but they had a lot of turmoil to them due to the person that I would mirror. So a Hayoka basically mirrors you and whatever it is in you that you need to change. Mm. So I've noticed a lot of my past relationships, I was dealing with that aspect. And now I kind of understand why now that I've been like thrust into this spiritual journey. So imaginary friends, yes. I think that is something that um, as a parent, you don't, like Zach said, you do want to kind of find out what type of entity this this spirit is that, that your child is dealing with, but you don't want them to feel like this this, gift is bad you want them to be encouraged to explore it you definitely want to ask questions because a lot of times when kids feel like because you're already going to feel weird when you go out you know with the other kids the other kids are going to be like what you have a what you know what i mean so it's like you want to at least let the kid feel like they have you know you at home and you believe them and you they're able to trust you and they can tell you things a lot of times kids they lose that, you know what I mean? Um, you wanna keep them feeling like they can explore their imagination and they can, that there is more to just what we see with these two eyes. So, yeah. So the fact that Zach brought that up was very um, interesting because I've, I've always heard it. Like whenever I'm around my, my family, they'll bring it up and I'll be like, oh yeah, I did have imaginary friends as a kid. And they'll be like, what happened to them? I'm like, I don't know. So, um, yeah, it's an, it's an energy thing. I've always known that I've had, like, this energetic, this, like, power of some sort about myself where I could just read people. I would just know if someone had, like, a negative energy. Um, I would know if someone – like, kids just are drawn to me. And a lot of the things that I do now is dealing with kids now. Um, and it's just – it's it's – I can't even explain how it feels. It's just a knowing. It's like an inner knowing of something. And you can tell if it's either good or you can tell if it's bad. So that's kind of where my journey started. Um, but then, of course, four years ago, I got catapulted into everything when everything shifted for me. I started, I was running a business of my own at the time. Um, I was in a relationship. Um, living in a different place and everything was like ripped right from under me all at once. So I really started to like self evaluate things about me and um, I discovered astrology. So once I started really going into my natal chart and understanding how vital astrology is and understanding what the natal chart is doing for me, it's kind of like the roadmap the way I see it. So I started really exploring that. Then I got into numerology and then that's when I jumped into um, the energy work. So I ended up taking courses in that and expanding on that. So I've just been adding on to the different gifts that have come, like they come out at different times. And so I'll expand on that one and then something else will come out and I'll expand on that. So it's just been kind of a constant journey and like you said earlier, research, um, and just figuring out what's going on. It's always been duality, definitely. Duality has like been my, my thing.
for my whole life. And I've learned that I am a master number 22. So there's that. So it's just been an adventure. Wow. Well, I feel like we're starting to unfold some things because just mm -hmm. with the short talk that we're having here about like just an inner knowing and um, and I'm sure everybody who's listening to some degree, you've felt drawn to learn something. I mean, at this point in, in time when everyone's kind of at home, it's like, what am I going to read? What am I going to watch? Who am I going to follow? Who am I going to unfollow? You know, we're yes. all kind of being guided to what do you want to explore? And I think that is like, a, a good place to start a spiritual path because you're feeling drawn, like whether it's to astrology or maybe you're watching a lot of tarot on YouTube and maybe you're very interested in, in, in tarot, but you never thought about gating your own deck. Uh, maybe right. you start, you went to a healer and then you're like, how did they use energy to help me? So I think like when we start to ask ourselves the question of like, what are we interested in? And then taking that desire and going down the rabbit hole, see where that takes you because I had no idea. And it sounds like you guys have, everyone's had their own journey, but at the end of the day, something led us down that path. And what I found in my own life is that I ignored the path for a long time. You know, I, I, I started studying astrology when I was 14, you know, and I really, I mean, I studied it, but I never did anything with it. And it was like, well, you know, not everybody wants to learn all that stuff. So there's obviously something in you that it's calling you. So I think a lot of people, when we're trying to figure out their purpose, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to go down the spiritual path. And I think a lot of people, they're, they're stuck on like, what is my purpose? But really, right. it's, maybe there's a better question here of like, well, what am I interested in? What am I just naturally, I'm reading all of these books about X, Y, and Z. Like, how does that play into it? So thank you so much for sharing. I'm going to continue this conversation, but this is, this is very cool. <laughs> okay, let me go to you, Tiffany. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, what rabbit holes did you start to explore that led you to unraveling your purpose? Um, well, pretty much um, what the girls were saying, I felt as well. Like when I was little, like, I don't really remember specifically what age, but I just felt like I was here for a divine mission. I just didn't like know what specifically it was. So like, I had that feeling and I just kind of like kept it to myself and like what Zach was saying like I didn't really know that people weren't able to like read people or to like see beings like I would meditate and there's being right next to me I'm like oh okay it's normal to me but like I just kind of had like this isolation but like going on a journey of like trying to figure out why I'm here and that actually led me to moving to a different country and like healing people. And I didn't really know the names to anything. I didn't even know what a star seed was. And like the whole time I've been connecting with like my galactic team and like my, uh, my guides and they even realized that I was just like on this journey to self, but I knew that I had to like, help other people and it was like this deep longing inside like I know that we're one I know that there are people out there that need my help so let me just like be myself and through being myself it will be like an example for others and like I've been writing my whole life and that's kind of where I took it I started writing a blog 
because like intuitively I got like a download to like start a blog I just heard like start a blog start a blog I'm like okay didn't listen to it for a while and then um, I actually went and did the research how do you start a blog and how to do that and I was just basically writing for myself but also like transmuting that energy and I'm like you know if this reaches someone it reaches someone and it has and I found like through expression like that's how we get our emotions out because I'm a very deep feeler like anything will make me cry because I could just feel like the energy behind it mm. and um, that's what I'm bringing towards uh, others I also do tarot readings and I actually got introduced to that at like a younger age I had a spiritual mentor um, we met through uh, the person that I was dating at the time that was actually his stepdad and then he like took me under his wing he started bringing out the crystals the cards and I'm like okay I knew I wasn't crazy like I knew I had gifts and then it just like unrolled unraveled from there and I'm like I still have the crystal that he gave me actually <laughs> I've had this for like eight or nine years so it's been a while but it's always evolving and like empower yourself love yourself grow actually came as a download I'm like hmm, I'm empowering people to love themselves so they can grow I like that <laughs> it has just been something that I've been following ever since then ever since I started and I'm really grateful for it it's definitely found my purpose so I'm grateful for that and we're I feel like an amazing time right now and I've been we all have been waiting for this collectively for like such a long time and it's literally like now is the time for us to like reawaken to who we are and it's, it's really exciting so that's my journey with spirituality isn't it interesting how everybody comes into our life for a reason even if it's like dating that guy to meet his stepdad you know we, there everything has been divinely guided and even if we ignore it it will eventually resurface that's just the nature of life and it's interesting because i was thinking about all the jobs that i've had in my life like data entry and like just jobs that are like point like you would think are pointless but now i'm starting to realize that like even the job like being a juice girl at the juice bar like that everything every position i held every perfect person that walked in my path was leading me towards this and i i felt like i had a gut feeling of that when i was 19 when i you know had this chronic health condition and i was like this can't be for nothing this is too fucked up for this to be for nothing like it has to be you know whether you've had a weird childhood whether you know you've had loss in your life trauma depression it's, it's it is all for purpose and i think it's the 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 part that's maybe a little bewildering to people is like well how do i put all those pieces together you know how do i put my whole life together to come to find my divine mission because to me purpose is the feminine and mission is the masculine right so the feminine is understanding your purpose right and then the masculine is taking action towards bringing this mission to life so you know it's two separate it's the duality again the negative and the positive the feminine and the masculine and i think like you know 
blogging, what a great way to get it out there so that you can, and even like, re, I don't know if you ever did this and maybe some of you guys can, you know, attest to this, but uh, rereading what you've written out loud, like, like hearing yourself. Sometimes like I'll teach a class and then I'll go and listen to myself talk. Like there's something about like, I don't know if it's like changing that my DNA or there's something that goes on when I hear myself communicate, I'm like learning within. So it's very interesting. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, but um, I do feel that there's everything is for purpose. Like it's every, even every shitty relationship, everyone's like, oh, like you don't know what it's like to been through that. And I'm like, I don't, but there's a purpose for that. And I think that is where a lot of people, they either shun spirituality because there's like there's no way there's no reason for any of this bad stuff to happen but i i can't help but say that there you know i believe that we made soul contracts and that we came here to work through some shit and sometimes that lame boyfriend that we had you guys might have made a deal well i'm gonna teach you this but i apologize in advance i'm gonna do some fucked up shit um but you're gonna learn and, it, and I feel like, you know, on, on some level, like we are here on the consciousness of Gaia to expand and to learn. So thank you for so much for sharing that. I, I'm, I'm really grateful for all of you guys sharing your, like some of your intimate stories here, because I think a lot of people, they don't have anybody to talk to about this stuff, you know? And I think that's the whole point of the Empress Festival. Like all of these panelists here, uh, for those of you guys who are listening to the Empress Festival, like, you know, when you share, when you share your shit, it opens the door for other people to have permission to share theirs. And there is something very sacred about that. So let's continue this conversation. Thank you so much, Yvonne, uh, Tiffany for, sorry about that. <laughs> Tiffany, not Tiffany Yvonne, um, for sharing. Okay. So let me go to you, Thaisha. Um, get you spotlighted. Oops. Get you spotlighted here. So what words of wisdom can you share with us, you know, to the people out there who are still trapped in a paradigm of, I don't want to, this is not to come off like aggressive or anything, but like poor me, you know, or like kind of sulking it or, you know, you haven't lived in my shoes. Like, you know, what words of wisdom can you share to that individual who is still trying to process why has this shit happened to them? Well, first of all, I can start out by saying I do know. <laughs> um, and the crazier part, as I was listening to to the other two um, ladies speak, it was, was like, I, you know, at first I was like, well, I didn't have an imaginary friend when I was a child. But Neither did I. <laughs> I was also, it just dawned on me that I was living in this fear space while my parents, who were Christian, were continually giving me this love space so i had this duality and just to know that there's a connection in everything just as you were talking about because earlier on in in some of my times in the church i went to like more pentecostal so they were speaking in tongues which i do now <laughs> it's just what does that mean language. exactly <laughs> what does speaking in tongues mean um they were speaking in basically light language they would oh speak gibberish and then somebody would interpret it and like all my interpreters kept saying like you are going to change the world you're going to change the world you're going to help so many people like we can see you know like thousands millions of people and I always was like okay well when is it going to start 
and kind of like almost disbelief. But now I see the, the connection in all of that. It's like we have all these things, even when we're not spiritual, everything that we do is spiritual. Like mm. we've been divinely guided, even in the times that we think that we aren't. And so it's so awesome to, to see that, but to also like just give that knowing to that space. And like you were talking earlier, like we have to look at the fear and we have to love that fear and we have to accept that fear as it is and, and not try to change it. But once we come to acceptance, that is almost like it's, it transmutes it into energy that we can use. And so I know through my Akashic records that I've spent a shit ton of time, excuse my language, but in those fear spaces yeah. so that I could be here right now and say, I understand. And to say that there is, there is beauty in it, whether we see it in, in that moment or not, there is, and it's for a reason. And isn't it interesting, like these people that were, you know, you know, feeling drawn to learn from, you know, maybe we don't know their whole story, but I bet they've had some crazy shit go down as well. So, you know, they're all these people that are putting themselves out there. I'm a firm believer, you know, I've talked about authentic marketing as far as, you know, building a soul-based business, but don't expect other people to you know, share words of wisdom, you know, or share their story if you're not going to, you know, share yours, you know, so it's kind of like this give and take. And I think the people that are on the sidelines watching, you know, and I, I think they're, they're seeing it. They're like, wow, that person's pretty bold to like put that on Facebook or that's kind of crazy that they're talking about that, you know, and I don't think that it's necessarily from a judgment place. It's just more of like, shocking because so much has been so hush hush for so long and now that everybody's just stuck in their house it's like okay well i guess we're gonna have to talk about this stuff now you know and it's like that's what i mean there's like this silver lining um of just getting comfortable in our own skin and if you really look around you know for the ones that are you know out there still living in fear it's like you know, what if we looked inside and we use the energy, think about how much energy it takes to, to experience fear like that, like anxiety. I mean, your whole thing starts to, you know, use all this, you know, energy that doesn't need to be used. It could be used for something else. So I think that's where we are collectively is that the more that we, and I think it was Zach that said, like, the more that we get comfortable just being who we are it just gives people permission to be more of who they are. And we haven't been in that energy because of how we've been fed, um, you know, what to believe and how to act and who to idol and all this stuff. We've, so we're shedding this 3D skin and that feels scary because then you feel naked. You know, and what is it? And I think it was um, Nicole that was just, she feels everything so deeply. And I think Tiffany said it too. I think all of you guys probably know what I'm talking about. You feel things so deeply because you're naked, you know, because you're exposed. And how is it that we could be naked and still feel so strong and feel so powerful? 
And it doesn't matter what I share. You know, people are like, oh, don't share too much of your personal life. You know, the old business coach paradigm, right? Don't share too much, you know, client and student. And, you know, that's are different, da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, but those are old paradigms that are breaking down because, you know, with this new age, with this new world that we're creating, it's really like about connection. So thank you for sharing that. Let's keep going here. This is, this is pretty in this is pretty incredible time in history. Let's go to you, Coley. Um, sorry, I'm gonna make you live there. Um, okay, so we're talking about getting comfortable in our own skin. And you know, sometimes we don't know exactly what that means. What does that what does that phrase mean to you? Get comfortable with being who you are. Yes. Thank you, Angel. I love you. Thank you. And I love everyone on this panel. I'm so honored to be here. Um, I, like the others who have shared, had the, you know, from birth experience of being gifted or different or weird. And I, I grew up in a, a religious home where things like that were segregated to certain times of the week or whatever, I don't know. It was a very dualistic, uh, you know, 3D matrix that I was born into. And so I did try to fit in, you know, I, I put my skin into other people's skin just so I could make it through, you know, and I found out as I grew up, <laughs> as I took my power back as a woman, as a person, um, and, and, and did, I, I shed the victim mentality, and I was able to just find my voice. This was be the beginning of me getting comfortable in my real skin. This is who I am. I'm uh, Coley. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a crazy divine kook. Coley, you know, and my, my, as I grew, um, like financially stable on my own, so I wasn't dependent on people, um, you know, paying my bills or whatever, I was able to speak out more. And then as I've just gotten that liberty, like, as I've been speaking out, and now we can connect online, then I realized there were other light workers like me. And I realized then the gifts that I had were like, empathy, you know, empathic, like I could literally hear people's thoughts. And I received all the energies and they were like, needing my energy, like, you know, they were like, energetically, like, Oh, we have divine spirit, let's hook to this one walking down the airport, you know. And so I, um, I became an in-control healer and I learned about energy and how to, you know, harness it. And, um, and as I just started speaking out more about that, then I, I inspired other people, like we've been saying, to get comfortable in the skin. So I live in my body and I live in the 3D world and I have a crazy messy life story as well as I think we all do and and I've gotten comfortable with just sharing it because it is inspiring to other people to get out of the uh, the prison of shame and guilt and fear uh, angerness bitterness resentment all those you know shadows 
that I have grown to love over the past few years. And, and I'm happy for that now. And I, I can't believe that we're in this time. I is like, yay, <laughs> yay. And it has taken me this long. This is really the first time I've actually been able to communicate freely just for like the last 10 days. I've just been kind of incubating and like integrating and, I mean, I spoke out a little bit on Facebook. I've been kind of like the sassy baby bitch, like, ha, 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 ha. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be mean to the people. Like, I know that they're integrating. And um, anyway, I've, I'm comfortable in my skin. And as, as I learn how to be more comfortable, I'm not so arrogant. I'm more humble and I'm sweeter and kinder and more compassionate, you know. So um, that's helpful for the whole Yeah. Life. Well, it's interesting because, you know, humility is a great, how do I want to say it? Like a, a good slap in the face. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nice reality check. And, um, you know, anybody that thinks they're above anybody, all they have to really do is realize that you're just a tiny cell in a huge organism and you will realize that you're that it's impossible to be better than someone else when you're literally the small in a bigger organism you know that's like saying that this one cell right here on my body <laughs> is better than the rest of the cells on my body and i think you know when you realize that together you know like imagine a world you know things are shedding right now i mean the skin of the snake is shedding and imagine a world where everybody was like openly sharing what they've been through and we're seeing it in the media you know we, we've had some heroes step forward you know rest in peace to many of them but the people that spoke up and kind of started this whole thing and and are really you know and did it from did it from a place of love you know let's let's honor those people because the more that we're able to share our own stuff and and raise our hand and say, me too, or I've been there, or I feel you. I, I haven't been where you are, but I feel for your, the pain that you've experienced. I mean, that is beautiful. And unfortunately, you know, with the television and the media and just, you know, just the programming that we're all subject to, it's impossible to get away from it in its entirety. I mean, you can hibernate like I do, but you're still going to be subject to it because you still got an iPhone or you still got a phone and you still have some, you know, outside world influencing, you know, your mind. And so, uh, well, I want to thank you, um, Coley for sharing because I, I think we're having a very interesting conversation here um, because the majority of the world, you know, they're still wearing a mask. And I don't know, I think intuitively on some degree, they know that they are. And, but to, but they wouldn't even know what it would mean. Like, do I like to get naked? You know what I mean? Like, what would it, what would it mean if I, didn't identify myself with just the clothes that I wear or the music that I listen to or the political party that I, you know, attribute to, or, you know, who would I be, you know, if I actually just sh like cried when I felt sad? I mean, I know that has been a big one for me, like not crying in front of people. Like, like what would happen if you started doing the things that like freaked you out the most? 
And I think that is where we get into um, this, the shedding of the skin. And that takes practice because just one of the questions I had asked, and I don't remember who I asked it to, is like, what rabbit holes do, are you going down in your private time? You know, you're researching things, you're, you're, you're learning new skills, but it, those are the things that are calling you. So what if you got more curious about going down your own rabbit hole, you know, and started researching that and looking at, well, why do I behave that way? Why do I talk shit about that person? Why do I watch that television program? Like, why, why do I do anything that I do? And so most people will be like, well, that's silly. Like, I like, I like that music. Well, why do you like that music? You know, it's a little melancholy. Like, why do you like that melancholy music? You know, and this isn't about judgment, but these are like the questions. That's how we get to know ourselves. That's how we get naked with ourselves. You know, so let's keep going here. Let's go back to you, Zach. Um, so I love that question, just so you know, because I did study myself. Tell us about it. <laughs> so it's so funny you say that because it was time that I fully got naked with myself. Like I was like, you know what? I hear so many people saying, oh, you're powerful. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? And everyone was saying, do you know who you are? And I'm like, I'm me. Like, you know, but I know that they were talking from a higher power inside of me. And if I knew who that was, and I really didn't know. So I think it was th two years ago, I journeyed down to California to get to know who I was. And California was calling me at this time. And I studied my past lives for probably about three years in total. But when I was in California, I spent almost close to three months digging into my past life and asking the questions, why do women going through divorce, um, why do I attract women going through divorce? Because I've never been married. I've never been divorced. But yet here, women come to me that want to work with me that are going through divorce. Why do I have a fear of getting killed or shot? That was because every time I would service these women that would come to my house, I would visualize their partner either killing me with a gun or literally cutting my throat off. And I was curious as to why I'm seeing this. Um, I had a thousand and one other questions that were coming up. And when I went on my journey to California to study my past lives, I was literally a crusader. So I would help thousands and thousands of women become empowered by leaving toxic relationships and showing women how to become empowered. I was burnt to the stake. My throat was cut off. I was shot. So these were all like beings I was in my past life. So now everything made sense for me in this lifetime. So I was always wondering why um, black men were attracted to me and not white men. I always wondered why a lot of my black girlfriends were like, girl, you are more black than me. And I would be like, why do people say this to me? Like, I don't get this. Like, okay, I'm black. Maybe I'm stuck in the wrong skin color, whatever it is. I don't care. Like I never saw this. Well, I had a lot of, in my spiritual DNA, there's a lot of African descent that I've dealt with in African tribes. And when I got to know my past lives, I was talking about different markings and stuff like that. That didn't make sense to me, but I had to research. I was like, are you kidding me? But when I would think about this, I was like, oh, this is really interesting because I was always into African music more than, I mean, I'm a Greek and I'm so far from not being a Greek. Like my family, <laughs> we, we laugh about that, right? 
So it was interesting when I went through my past lives is when I recognized my power, when I recognized my purpose on a deeper level, when I realized, you know, those witchy things that I was always interested in because I had different formulas, regardless if I was working in the kitchen with food or if I was working with like um, flowers and putting them together for your bath or if I was doing candle magic, like there was a reason for all that. So I learned to read past lives when I first got into this. Now we talk about Kashuk Records, past lives. There's so many other things, but I found that I was doing all this subconsciously. So everything to me was energy and people were like, oh, that's, I don't know, half the titles people tell me, I don't even have a clue. I'm like, yeah, yeah if you want to call it that, it's that. But going through my past lives, I realized who I was and then the parallel of what I was living in this lifetime. So if you really want to dig and get to know who you are and why things are going the way you're going, Akashic Records are good. Astrology is great. Mayan astrology woke my eyes up. But really tapping into that truth by like that getting naked with yourself, I had to get fully naked in my curiosity of why I went through so much suffering and coming through that suffering by recognizing my past lives that brought me on this purpose. So this is something when you ask that question, I'm like, Oh, I know why I went through that. And I know why I went through that because studying myself gave me so many answers to, to what ha what's happening today. And then I was able to work through all that. Like, okay, no man is going to come to my house and literally kill me. So I'm able to go out there and I wouldn't promote myself because I was terrified. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but now I could go out there and know that that's a past trauma, a past imprint that is not going to affect me in this lifetime. So I tell people and the clients that I work with, we always dig into past life. We'll always dig into Akashic Records. We'll always, I always say, go study your Mayan astrology, go study your astrology because every modality helps you recognize a different aspect of who you are. And that's the beautiful thing of all of us on this panel. We all have so many different gifts, if you want to call them, because sometimes I've called them curses because, you know, you're just like, ah, but they are truly amazing gifts and we all have them to a certain degree. You have to tap into every single one of them to recognize who you are fully naked. So now I'll talk to people about depression. I mean, I talk about vaginas and pussies online and people are like, seriously, Zach, do you really have to say that? I'm like, listen, if it makes you uncomfortable, you got to work through that shit, man. Like seriously, you need, if the word vagina is making you like vomit, girlfriend, <laughs> we got to talk about that. So this is me just saying, if you don't like it, there's a button called unfriend. No disrespect. If you like it, share it with your friends if you want to. But I don't, I don't stop myself because I've really put myself out there. Like me or don't, sometimes I don't even like myself. So, <laughs> hey, right? So really getting in comfortable with your skin is, to me, knowing who you are both in your light and in your dark and fully accepting that. You're going to fuck up. Everyone's going to fuck up. But accept the fuck up and learn from that because that's the only way that you will get to know yourself on a deeper level. And that's what life is truly about. It's simple again. I'll say this. And it's spirit always been saying this to me. It's simple yet it's complicated because people make it complicated, right? So that's what it fully is. So this is beautiful to have a panel like this with so many women and, you know, different levels of their awakening, their expertise, their, 
their purpose to shine and to help others shine. So I feel blessed to be on this panel. That's why I'm nodding my head. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get that. I understand that. So thank you for this collective that we're going through now. Thank you. Gosh. I mean, I'm so glad that you brought up the, the past life thing. I did the past life thing. I only know of one. I don't know all the other ones, mm. but it, again, I, it's more of a question of like, what's so wrong with wanting to know about yourself? You know, that's the part where it's like, okay, what's the point of a mask? Isn't it fun to like unravel the layers that is you, you know, it's like a, it's like a puzzle. And it's like, to me, like, I, I mean, I feel like it's not even like self-absorption. It's like, but kind of, it's like, I just want to go and learn about me. Like, well, why am I so obsessed with astrology? Why am I so obsessed with that? Like, where did that come from? And so when you talk about past lives, which was, you know, that's even deeper, you know, in astrology, I talk about this in my certification, the moon is your ancestral traumas, you know, you still trying to belong to a tribe and needing to heal that to actually go through to individualize yourself. So I'm going to thank you for bringing this up. So we're going to take it to the next person here. Um, I want to go to you, Nicole, because I have here that you have help people with ancestral trauma. Yes. And so can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how you help people with that. And we'll see where that takes us. For me, I had to first learn how to heal my own. Um, in order to help others, I feel like, especially when you're trying to teach something, I feel like the best way is learning it yourself and then figuring yourself out. So you are basically um, teaching by example, by being the example. So if I want you to learn something about your past, I have to, of course, learn about mine. And I only know about one, too, because I know you said you only know about one of yours. And I had spoke to um, a medium, and he does Akashic Records, and he told me that basically I have this tie into Egypt. And that I was, and it, it's deep because he talks about how it's a connection with my mom and my two daughters, and that we were at one point sisters, all of us. And we, um, we had to compete for kings back then in that day. And so for whatever reason, we had a falling out and it's been this competitive nature thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I am that one in the generation who has to break that curse that we've been given. So I have been working on that. I have been working with my daughters um, and going through that. I've learned to get really close with Isis. Um, she's one of the goddesses that I work with often. Um, when I started like my healing modality, I really, really was attracted to her. I just get pulled to her. Her deck kept popping up. Um, it was just like Egypt, study Egypt. So now what I do is I tell people that I uh, work with personally, I'm like, you need to figure out your natal chart. First, you want to figure that out first. Um, and then you just kind of want to dig into that because it's kind of like I said before, the roadmap to you. It's all about who you are and it'll help guide you. Numerology, I feel like is that second layer of that, that kind of tells you a little more information about yourself. And then that Akashic records or your past lives is just the, what, what do we want to call it? The icing on the cake. So you just kind of go in and layers. It's like a, building a layered cake and you're just going through the layers of the cake until you have a whole mm -hmm. piece. And now you can indulge in everything there is about you. 
So I stress so much to people learn at least your natal chart, get a reading done. Um, you definitely want to get your, your past life done. You want to find out a little bit about that. Um, and you definitely want to, um, what was the other one? You do astrology, you do your past lives and you just want to study, just study yourself. And then we kind of, they kind of open up. I, of course, tell them about myself, what I've gone through. Um, I'm a Capricorn with a Leo, I'm a Capricorn sun with a Leo moon and Leo rising. Oh, so <laughs> I have the stubborn Capricorn, um, the very, and I'm not even like calling it stubborn. I just, I like to do things a certain way personally. And I can sometimes be more of a behind the scenes person. So I call myself an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, the Leo lately I've noticed has been coming out. She wants to shine. She's tired of being behind. But the Capricorn I feel is the, the one who was holding holding back things because of traumas and she was the protector. Now the Leo feels like, okay, we don't need that anymore. We've accepted it. We've gone through the fear. We've set in our shit and we understand who we are now. So we don't need to be fearful. We don't need to hide anymore. We don't need to be overly protective. We can be naked. So now I'm more open and more free which feels amazing when you're more open you're free and you know who you are and you're standing in your truth it feels so good because you feel there's no like there's nothing extra to it it is what it is it is just basically you are being you and you are sharing you with the world basically and that's it there's no facade there's no mask there's no pretending they, people, people either accept that or they don't. And if they don't, usually it's something that you're reflecting back to them that they haven't dealt with within themselves. So I have just been really like pushing for people to really take time to sit down and learn themselves because before you can heal anybody else or teach anybody else, you got to at least learn something about you. And a lot of people, it's just, been amazing to me how open people are now like it seems like within the past three to four years it's just the spiritual community has just gotten so big everybody has really grown and have really been trying to connect with each other and we're like sharing all this information on youtube and instagram and facebook and it's not um looked at as what was it woo woo anymore everyone is kind of like, hmm, this makes a little bit of sense. So it's just refreshing. And that's kind of where I've been taking my spiritual practice is just trying to get people to open up and learn about themselves. And once they start to realize who they are, then you can kind of start to study, find out what the trauma is. What is it that's holding you back from chasing your dream? What is it that's holding you back from just being yourself? Um, sometimes it starts, it stems from childhood. A lot of us have so much childhood trauma where maybe we were shunned for doing a certain thing. So now we are not open with being who we are, who we want to be. Um, with me, I was very outgoing as a kid. Um, I loved acting. Something happened as a, as a kid that kind of shunned me and made me like, I don't know if I want to be in the front anymore. I want to be in the back, but now I've healed that and I've 
come out to the front now. So it's just, it feels amazing to have a panel like this, to be able to talk to other people who you feel like are relating to you and they understand a lot of what you're dealing with and what you're going through. So this yeah. is awesome. I think that's the key because how long, I think the whole thing is, is like, well, if I, took off my mask, like who would like me, you know, because exactly. they've been wearing the mask that attracted the, the friends or the group of people, the community that doesn't actually yeah. know them. Yeah. So, well, what would happen if I showed them? I'm not going to have anyone. So let's continue this because I, I feel like this is probably one of the, the main, one of the early things that you're going to face when you start to shed that yes. skin is the shedding of the, maybe the friend group or the community that you once yes. identified with. So thank you so much for sharing. Okay. Let's keep going here. I'm going to go to you, Yvonne. Um, let's go to spotlight your video here. Okay. So let's talk about, um, you know, as we're starting to get real with ourselves, that will obviously influence and affect, you know, the community or the, the company that we keep. So what words of wisdom do you have for the people that are like, you know what, I'm done wearing these masks. I know I've been wearing them, but I've been scared to, you know, be perceived in this other way. I might lose my friend group. Like what's your advice to them? Um, my advice would be to do it anyways, um, because of the fact that like I had this really major theme in my life where I didn't feel like I belonged at all, but I felt like I was supposed to like make like that new wave. And it was just like, I always stood out like <laughs> in the classroom. I even looked different. We used to wear uniforms in school and I would literally like change everything. I'm like, nope, it has to be me or it just can't be here. And like throughout the years, I tried to like dim my light and I did. And I like pulled back, like similar to what like Nicole was saying, not wanting to be seen. Like, I'm not sure if I want to be the one that breaks all the rules. What if they don't mm -hmm. like me? And I got to a point where it's just like, hmm, do I like me? Do I love me? And if I love me, then there will be other people that love me because they love themselves. And we're all reflecting that within each other. So, you know, just do it anyway. And that's kind of like what my brand is about because like I started off my blog just like, hmm, how raw can I get? And I was started sharing stories about my depression, my abusing drugs and being in abusive relationships, having really you know, dark times, wanting to kill myself, even actually attempting suicide. And I felt like the more that you actually put that out there and that, you know, you're t like speaking in truth, telling your story, other people are going to relate to you. Cause like at the end of the day, we're all going through the same thing, but just in a different kind of way. And our stories look different, but they're all pretty similar. Like I know a lot of people that have like dealt with the same things that I have been through and like it helps when you have one person saying okay I'm still alive and I'm myself and I made it through that and it's through actually embracing who you are that you find the other people that are you know the same like not the same but like on that similar path of like this is who I am and I'm owning it and I find that people that are like not in alignment with where you're supposed to be will 
fall away. But over time, they'll actually learn from you. Because I have friends from my past that are like, wow, you're so different now. I'm like, this was who I was the whole time, but I just didn't share it with anyone. And now I'm just like, you know what, if people are going to look at me a certain way, um, I'm here for it. Like, I'm here for the upgrade of the planet. So this is the upgrade. It's being who you are, regardless. Even if you feel the fear inside of you, it's just feeling that and knowing that it's okay to feel that. Because you're going to feel that in the beginning anyways. It doesn't matter who you are. So. Yeah, I, it's interesting because I wonder if any of you guys probably, but even the people who are watching this, that when you start to shed your skin and start to awaken to yourself and love yourself and expose yourself, it's almost like I have found that the, your community or your, your inner circle that you had, it's like they're, they're not used to that person they're, because you're shedding a new skin. You are transcending. You're, you know, you've evolved. And so a lot of times, you know, and you see this even in music, like if a band puts out a, you know, they've been putting out all these records and they all sound kind of the same. They have like, you know, they have a sound. And then with the second that they come out with a different sound, people are like, Oh, like I want the other thing. I go back to the other sound or whatever, you know? So it's kind of like, it's a similar situation when you start to show more of yourself, but then they're not used to seeing that. So then it's like, I feel like that's where we get into this, like, you know, can they accept you, um, for this more evolved person? Because I don't remember who said it, but it's like, we're all mirroring each other. So if you're not liking this new shedded skin part of me that I'm showing, you know, what is that showing you? What is that showing them? And that's where they are uncomfortable. You are now making them uncomfortable because you're mirroring something that you've worked on that they haven't. So every time we don't get the same, it's, it's just a reflection. And I think that's, especially when you start to go through the spiritual awakening, it's like, you are very humble. So it's, you know, you're not going to sit there and be like, Oh, that's just their problem. But in the end, it kind of is their problem. And it's, it's not actually our job to walk them through it. So sometimes it's better to, you know, sometimes we have to walk alone in order mm -hmm. to hold space for people to go and find themselves if they're even willing to do that. So um, I think this conversation is very deep and it's very insightful and it's very like, um, you know, it's not tangible, it's, it's, but it's, it's happening. And I've had this conversation with so many people that they're not friends with the same people anymore. They, the people don't want to see them that way. So have you experienced anything like that? Um, yeah, <laughs> but like, kind of like in an extreme So like, they're like, I can't even recognize you. And I'm like, you know, I still love you guys. It's not that I don't love you. It's that I love me so much more that it's just like, I have to be that. And then they started to leave my life. And then the universe brought different people into my life that were like on the similar path. So I find like, once something leaves your life, that's when something is about to come in. Absolutely. Making space, you know, and it's okay that they go and it might feel weird for a while, but in the end, like we're all just on our own journey. Yeah. There was this one quote that I posted um, that 
I, I said many years ago, it was actually about getting divorced. And it was like, I didn't, I didn't leave because I stopped loving you. If I stayed, I'd have to stop loving myself. And I think that holds true with a community, a friend group, what have you. And it's just that sometimes we just have to go our separate ways and, you know, maybe we'll meet again in another lifetime or later in this lifetime. And, and then that's okay too. So new people are always circulating and, and finding each other. And it's obvious because look at, we've all found each other and we're all over the world. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Um, okay. So let me go to you, Kali. I saw you shaking your head. I feel like you had some more insights to share about this topic. I, I do. I totally agree. Now I was making a note on something else and I'm all the clint. Um, I, I wanted to say about humbleness, just as we become more humble and we are more comfortable in our skin and we're all at this juncture where we're looking around the 3d is aligning with the 4d is aligning with the 5d and it's like what the fuck is going on i am confused um and i just like i shared earlier i was having a little bit of a hard time being compassionate but it did come to me you know a couple of days ago it shifted and i felt even a bigger shift last night i'm so grateful and today this morning i woke up just thinking about all of the people that have already shifted out due to the the new virus that is you know wiping our earth clean and it is like you know i just want to take a moment right now and just honor those souls that are literally passing you know this they're going through this gate for us they're you know making a new way and sacrifice is really overwhelming almost it's like i'm so grateful i am grateful and um i i was just i was just thinking about how nice it is to be able to work through all of that stuff but i <laughs> well it's like I, as i was saying like there's a lot of heroes in this story, you know, that's going on, that's being revealed. And we're, I know we're all being kind of vague about it, but there's a lot of he heroes. Yeah. Um, I mean, even down to like, you know, the JFKs and the Martin Luther Kings and all, like there's a lot of people that started this journey before us that are that helping to pave the way. And so, you know, all the people that, you know, are no longer with us in this realm, um, they, they've kind of, they've set this path for us. They, you know, as I'm thinking of the hermit card, like they're lighting this way for us. And we have to honor that because there's always somebody that comes before us that we've been learning from, you know, and they have made significant strides to bring us to where we are right now in history. And I'm a firm believer that we decided to incarnate during this transition out of age of Pisces, which is the age of illusions and into the age of Aquarius, which mm -hmm. is about humanitarianism. And so this is a really potent time in history. And yes, the history books are going to be rewritten because the truth is now coming out. And here we are, you know, and the people that are listening, that's why I always say every single one of us was brought to this planet to be master teachers, you know, but first we got to go within, we got to shed the skin. We got to look at ourselves. We got to look at our energy. We got to look at our community. We got to look at the thoughts that we're having. And then we can go out. And I think it was Nicole that said, like, once you know yourself, you know, and understand where it's all coming from, then you go out and you start sharing your stuff. So that becomes a very beautiful domino effect of doing the work, sharing the work, 
doing the work, sharing the work. And you do that on a grand scale and you've got so much wisdom that people are pulling from, you know, so many different um, modalities that are being born that are combinations of many modalities, you know, um, because you, we all started following the rab the, uh, the, the little rabbit down to all the things that light us up because the combination of what lights me up is different than the combination of that person and that person and that person. So how interesting of a, how individualistic of a time that we are in, you know, age of Aquarius, again, is the individual looking at yourself. What am I into? So let's continue this conversation. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Cole? I just, I want to bring it around. The reason I was thinking of that is because we were talking about letting the people go. And I just felt in my heart, I mean, we honor the people that we let go. It's not like you're stupid. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk to me anymore, which I have said to several. <laughs> I've said that to people a few times on accident. I'm sure. Um, and, but it's just honoring that letting go and that presence has to vibe out for us to see a new screen. This is how it happens. Like this is where I get excited. That's why I shift into writing my blog, the practical saint blog is this, we see this 5d. It doesn't just happen in a vacuum. It doesn't happen in our magic uh, imagination box. It's like here in the solid form. And that's what we're bringing down. So I honor change and I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for, you know, like we're saying all the people that have vibed out and I'm grateful for the ones that are literally clearing out this static path maybe that we've had you know between the the veil like the world it's like they're literally really getting it good and juiced up right now with the whole pandemic on planet earth right <laughs> that gate's open it's real open right now <laughs> anyway that's it thank you i just had like a very nerdy thought <laughs> like i almost feel like we're creating a new algorithm you know, and it's like a life force. And the more, because you think about like Google search, okay, or any search engine where you search and what, you know, there's the front page, you know, which is the ones that get the most hits, you know, but when people start searching the same things over and over again versus the things that everybody is searching, then the algorithm starts to change, right? So the things that you would see on the front page would be different than maybe six months ago because it's all based on, well, what are people searching? So I feel like the more that we're able to have these conversations openly, you know, like we do at the Empress Festival, like we do on our Instagram, IGTV, Facebook Lives. So we are changing the algorithm of how people are finding information and you know there's a you know very law of vibration hermetic principle that you know once you start looking for something then all of the like things start to find you because you searched for that one thing right so you're you're gonna start it's gonna and it goes back to tiffany and how you know when we you know maybe a, a friend or a, a community group is shed you know but now we're we're now attracting more of the things that we're talking about, the people that talk like us. It's just a natural, it's a natural law of the universe that that's how it happens. It will always, things will be recommended to us because of the things that we search. Now, I'm not just talking about searching on a, you know, search engine, but you guys get the metaphor here of that's just how it is. You know, it's kind of like, let's say somebody wanted to have like a successful band, but they didn't have a drummer and they didn't have a bassist and they didn't have, you know, somebody to, 
you know, do the maracas or whatever, but it's like, as soon as they shift their frequency, all of a sudden those people started to come and find them because what they were searching for, maybe they were learning how to play the drums or maybe they were learning how to play the piano. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, I play the piano. Oh, hey, I play the piano. So there's all these very divine interventions that happen in this process. And I think that is also a very difficult thing for people to understand. I think the fear is worrying how it's all going to happen, but instead of realizing that it happens for you as soon as you let go of the fear, because it's not one plus one equals two anymore like we've been taught it's literally like well this minus that plus this and this gives me you know number two you know so it's just a different formula so okay we've got about 20 25 minutes left and so normally i would do like spiritual jeopardy but i want to do the spiritual jeopardy a little bit different this time because you guys obviously know you know have words and language that you guys use in your businesses um like i i think it was um nicole who talked about Heoka, which I've never heard of. So instead of me asking you a word and what is your definition, I want you to think about some a word that you use often and what does it mean to you? Because I again, I, I, there's so much language that kind of like we've talked about past life. We talk about the Kashuk records. Some people are like, what are you guys talking about? So I'd rather you guys think about, just think about a few words, you know, and then I'll call on everybody um, and tell us what it means. Um, and we'll start to educate people on the and this new this new algorithm that we're creating. <laughs> okay, so let me go to you, Zach. What do you want to share with us? What's a word or a phrase or uh, a mantra or something? And what does it mean to you? It's so funny because like words are so interesting to me. I, I Throughout this whole journey, I've always had this difficulty with titles. And I always say, God, like, what do I call myself? Like a psychic, a healer? And I'm like, I don't like none of those things, you know? So it's so interesting. But my word is soul activation. And that's what I use, soul activation. And the reason I use soul activation, it's really tapping into everything, regardless of what it is, and activating yourself to reach another level. So... You're activating your soul to achieve the life that you want to leave, live by letting go of all that that doesn't serve you. So activation, that's the word I use for literally everything because everything is energy. <laughs> so if you want to talk crush your records, I'd be like, oh, that's just a soul activation. If you want to talk like <laughs> everything is soul activation to me, like, oh, you're activating your soul. So those, that's the word I, like. Those are the two words I use for like awakening. That's the other word for awakening for me. Love it. Okay, it's so funny that you bring this up because I was just having this conversation a few days ago with my girlfriend and I was explaining someone that I had dated and I said, the difference between, she's like, why, is, why was that person so special to you? And I'm like, because they activated me. She's like, what yeah. do you mean? And I'm like, it's not, it wasn't the same, like, oh, I'm so attracted to him. Or, oh, he's so cute. Or oh, he treats me really nice. Or I love him or whatever. No that motherfucker activated me. Like <laughs> I, I was activated. And I think, I don't even know if I need to explain any further, but when people activate you, they is, it's like a, it is like a Kundalini experience yeah. almost. It's like, is there yeah. something in me that just, it changed. And, mm -hmm. and it's so much more powerful than 
than what I've been taught or experienced in the past, especially with regards to romantic relationships. Yeah. So everyone that I've worked with, I've asked women this question because they all, all my clients know that I have difficulty expressing what I do. And a lot of my clients say people need to just experience you, Zach, because you're just different with everyone because no one's the same. Everyone's energy is differently. So I, my life literally is just one on one with people. So I gave them a few words and they're like, oh no, you activated us. Like mm -hmm. you just say it the way it is. Like you're just like, listen, I'm going to kick you in the face right now. So hard, <laughs> but it's going to activate you to see something totally different. So you just say like, shit, man. Yeah. She needed to do that to me for me to realize that, to awaken me. So my clients are like, yeah, soul activation is so you, that's just, that just you. So that's, how soul activator came to life um so i'm a spiritual elder soul activator if people want to use a title for example so that's that's yeah Perfect. just activate activation it is it is much more of a community i always say it's like um sprinkling orgasm throughout the world and really allowing something to make your toes curl like literally like that's what it feels like beautiful <laughs> all right i love this okay so let's keep going. Um, let's go to you, Thaisha. Um, what is a word that you use often and what does it mean? Well, I, I have several. Um, we have the Akashic record, but like I think even more so is this rainbow shamanism. Okay. Because I felt like, you know, I was attracted to different things, but those different things kept changing. And I'm like, I just had this moment of, oh, I don't have to be just one thing because of my Akashic records and knowing that I am all of these things. Like right now, I chose to, to perform like rainbow shamanism and the rainbow has all colors. So like everything is involved with that. And it's just this, this beautiful space that I also like, I want to give other people these, these tools of empowerment so that they can, become the rainbow shamanism that they were meant to be and whatever that looks like to them. Not just because I do these things, they have to do things the same way I give them the tools so they can choose because we all get to choose. I got to choose. <laughs> so why shouldn't you get to choose? So is it like a, is it like a mo healing modality or oh, even further? <laughs> yes. Well, that's the thing. It encompasses everything everything and like I'm continually learning so it you know it's got light language it's got things of shamanism it's got things of Christianity it's got things of Buddhism it's got things of Islamic nature like all of these things are useful and we don't have to just abide by the human mm. rules that were set when these things came to us because they came to us as tools and of things that we can all use. And, you know, just like all the masters, like we have the ability to do the exact same things that they did and to have that exact power. And that's what, you know, why I <laughs> created Rainbow Shamanism, or like I like to say my team, I said, you know, it's all these spiritual beings that are working with me and that I'm working with them. So it's a, it's, a, it's a tool that encompasses all different kinds of modalities in order to help you reach your own, what, healing, your own yeah. soul activation? 
I liked that a lot. And there's um, different parts of um, shamanism that they call like soul retrieval. And I, I, I never like resonated with that either because I'm like, well, we're not like ever lost from each other or ourselves. We just need a reconnection. So I do, I do like, you know, Zach's activation because I feel like I am, you know, I give my clients what I call downloads but that's just an activation. And I gave like myself in my meditation this morning, a new download. It's just like, Oh, here you go. So I like the word activation and, you know, they're just different, like they're different words for the same thing. And like, it's funny that like several people are like, Oh, I never like, you know, really resonated with certain words or certain things. Cause that's basically how I have felt as well as I go through this spiritual journey. So that's why, you know, it's like rainbow shamanism, like this appealed to me because it, it's like everything. It doesn't leave anything out or say, well, because I'm doing this, you know, say like a Lakota ritual, now I can't use anything from Buddhism or I can't use anything from Christianity. I want to like encompass everything. And, you know, and to also share with my clients that you get to too whatever you want to do. <laughs> like. So a com maybe a combination of spiritual tools in order to activate oneself. Would that yeah. be? That, that would be something. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning some stuff. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, let's go to you, Tiffany. What word or phrase do you want to teach us about? Um, well, the phrase would be like my business name. I like shortened it down to empower, love, grow instead of like saying like empower yourself, love yourself, grow. It's more of like I'm teaching people how to empower themselves through their story and through what they've been through and being very transparent and like what you were speaking about earlier, being naked so that you can truly love all aspects of yourself. The past you that like was in a really bad relationship or that abused drugs or that went through trauma it's about you know knowing that that was here to teach you a lesson and it was here to also add to your character so that you can grow into who you really are your higher self and your highest self and that is my phrase in a nutshell Okay, cool. Empowered, love, grow. Is it like empowered and then love, grow is one word or is love and no. grow? Like, how do you like? I usually like separate it. I write empower.love.grow because it's like a journey. It's a process of um, like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon and spreading its wings for the first time. See, now there we go. A process of coming out. Say that again. A process of coming out of your cocoon and like spreading your wings for the first time, like embodying all that you are and just like letting go of everything else that, you know, doesn't need to be held on to because I feel like we hold on to so much and it like makes us so heavy. But if we empower ourselves with the pain that we've been through, we can really love and honor ourselves and then see that like higher version of ourselves and know that is us. And that's really what we're growing into. Well, I think all y'all need to put your definitions on your website. Okay. 
or tag me or do something on Instagram because these are very interesting words, you know, that, I mean, first of all, I've never heard of rainbow shamanism, obviously, because, you know, she, Beisha is her own brand. This is her own brand. And I think this is where we're, this is how we're individualizing ourselves, And this is how we're teaching things that are a combination of all the things that make us who we are. So I love this. Thank you, Tiffany. Okay. Let's go to you, Coley. Okay. Thank you. So I, I'm going to choose mine too. We're on the same page. Mine is Essential Mind. Okay. So that's my brand that uh, I made up like in 2012. <clears throat> so Essential Mind, there's a book called Essentialism. And I, last time we talked a little bit about minimalism on the panel. Um, essentialism, essential is the very essence it's the raw first thing it's the prime primary uh it's the one thing okay that's what essential is it's the one thing so essential oils are like the one thing that keeps the plant vital healthy mm. alive it resists disease it's the blood it's the life force so the essence of the plant the essence of the mind is like we have a hive mind we, we are a hive mind. We are all one. Um, and I didn't know any of this when I made up the name and it has evolved, but I launched EssentialMind.me in January 2020. And I'm super grateful that I was, uh, I allowed myself that honor to do that even before the pandem pandemic hit. And I'm like, yes, Coley the Practical Saint was here, like before this shit happened. So essential mind, it's coming to the essence of our mind and realizing we are all one. And honestly, we have three brains. We have three minds, you know, in our bodies. We have our brain that processes the electrical mind, you know, energy to our bodies and we have our heart that is literally connected with axons and neurons and memories and the electrical activity it's like you jumpstart a heart to get it to go it's what came together when like the big bang when we started to come together in our womb or whatever however the test tube baby we don't know so sometime down the road we'll be growing in test tubes but and that spark of life is in our heart and then also in our gut is our mind. And so essential mind is just coming together in all of our holistic forms and taking the one thing and just, you know, honestly individualizing and being sovereign. And then, you know, we can transmute and, and transcend as a whole. So that's mine. <laughs> so I love, the, I love that. I love that. I love the concept of essentialism. You know, everyone's heard of minimalism, but essentialism, is it essential? Like, that's right. like a, that's a question. Going through your wardrobe, it's not like, do I, like, is it pretty or useful? You know, that's the wabi-sabi thing. Like, is this essential? Like, do I, is this essential? Like, do I have to have this? And I think that's a very interesting way to, you know, think about it, you know? Even down to like, okay, we were, me and my girlfriend were making jokes last night because I'm like the retard that never, excuse me, I shouldn't say retard. I'm the dodo bird that didn't buy the freaking toilet paper, okay? <laughs> and I'm just like, what, I'm going to have to like buy it on the black market? Like what am I supposed to do? And so then we started like talking about this 
pretty much this concept of essential. And she's like, well, I'm just now using like four squares to like go to the bathroom. I mean, I'm like, I know, can I get by with three? Like, I mean, I was literally like, should I go pee in the shower? Like, how can I save toilet paper? And so it was just kind of going to this thing of like, do I need it? You know, is it essential? (laughs) That was my comment to you. That was my comment to you. I'm like, Cut up a t-shirt, come up, cut up an old towel, like lay it out in the sun. It is going to be okay, folks. It is okay. <laughs> we can so get funny. through. <laughs> All right. I love this. Okay. Let's go to you, Nicole. Teach us something fabulous about a phrase or a word that you use frequently. Um, for me, with my business, the business name itself is Lunar Soul Tribe, but... I noticed that the word that I'm always using is experience. Um, so one of the slogans that I use, I guess you can call it a slogan, is the divine experience because everything mm. technically is a divine experience, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job situation, um, even this whole pandemic situation is a experience. So it's you experience people, you experience um everything so for me it's experiences and uh, what you do with them I love it and they're divinely guided whether they are light or dark you know at the end of the day they're all part of a divine experience I love it you guys yep this is so wonderful well okay so we have a few minutes left um which never happens but i'm so glad that we've had this time to really connect and and learn a little bit more about each other um you know one of the things that um i love to share is just bringing people together so that we can have a mastermind and that's really what the the empress festival is all about it's like bringing together all of these amazing minds to create a mastermind so that's why one of the reasons that you know this isn't like i don't have my cue cards i don't have everything all planned out because i believe they in that divine experience that we can come to learn or come to understand something by just letting it unfold naturally. You know, so often, you know, from the old paradigms of that, we think that we have to know all the steps, right? We have to go to get good grades in school, go to a good college, get a good job. Like we've been taught that there's a formula, you know, that's going to, you know, pave us to this path of this American dream or this, you know, amazing life. And then we go through life and we realize that was a hoax, you know, like it it never unfolded exactly that way anyway, but we've still been holding on to the paradigm that we actually have to know the steps. And so what I'm loving about this conversation and this Empress Festival is it's just a reminder that we're not going to actually be shown the next step without taking the first step. And so, you know, attending this seminar, um, for those of you guys who are listening, it is a, and you're in some regard, it is a first step. It's a new way of thinking about life. It's a new algorithm that we're now going to experience in life. You know, we're going to be activated in different ways. We're going to figure out what is essential for right now. You know, a lot of times, you know, we, we don't, we don't take into consideration that things will come up that will stop things in its track. You know, some of us were about to launch new programs, but then this whole epidemic happened. And so we have to course correct. So 
everything on some degree has to be fluid and we have to get to a place uh, inside ourselves that we can go with the ebbs and flow that we can actually pull back and not feel like our whole world is crumbling because things aren't the same at that moment in time and knowing that underneath it all right underneath all of the the media coverage and just the panic or whatever that there is a light uh not only in the future but there's also a light that's part of the activation that's part of what's going on and i think we're you know some of us are still in the fear place i think for now it's been like about four weeks now that we've been experiencing this and some of us are starting to see not yet but some of us are starting to see there is a powerful light activation that's happening underneath all of this maybe the face of this brand this this epidemic is still showing us you know some scary stuff but if we really dig deep into our intuition and um really look at ourselves, this is in a weird strange way a blessing a blessing to reconnect with ourselves, to build potent relationships with people that we love, to clean our house, to clean it out of all the crap, to figure, you know, what is essential, what is not, um, learning how to cook again in the kitchen, um, having family time, maybe it's dinner, maybe it's just calling people on the friggin' phone, who even does that anymore, you know, getting back to the basics. And I mean, how can that be negative? How could that reset? be negative it, it can't it's doing what we were always were meant to do on this planet which is to love each other and be grateful for what we have even if you've always wanted to have more i don't know about you but i'm looking around going shit i have a lot i don't have a ton but i have a lot because i have great people in my life that i can have these weird conversations with you know where we can make up our own words and we can still talk in tongues and we get it you know and i have you know a comfy bed to sleep in two beautiful animals you guys have children you guys have spouses we have enough so can't we move forward you know in this time of despair or in this time of transformation and find the silver lining because there is a light that is part of it because it's impossible it's impossible for there not to be light where there is darkness it's impossible even if it feels like there's a black cloud over our world right now the the sun will shine again that's just how the universe works so is there any final words that you guys want to say if you want to raise your hand i can unmute you otherwise i'm going to do a a farewell and i'll a, a, okay let's do that let's Thaisha, do you have any final words i do um one thing that has come up like this whole conversation is just to and you know the importance of trusting in yourself on your whole journey like you know what you're doing you've always known what you're doing so just like trusting what however weird it is the things that are coming to you just trust 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 <laughs> everything yeah. is happening for you not to you <laughs> yeah. beautiful any other final words you guys zach you are up what i want to say just in this time is not to what we're going through right now we're all going through as a collective but not to retract away from 
your truth and allow others to imprint you with their fears and self-doubt. Really tap into your power and really recognize what's going on within yourself. Work through that because you have no control of what's going on outside of you, but you have control of what's going on inside of you. So focus on that and then bring light to everything and everything that's going on outside of you will diminish and dissolve. And I could guarantee you the real test of time is what happens when there is resolution, how much awakening truly happened. I know we're about to see, you know, when we actually can finally leave our houses again and go outside and play. And then we're going to wake up to a new world because all these people, I mean, we basically got a mass awakening. Like these people that maybe would have not woken up for maybe another 10 years, they were confined in a place where all they could do was research and look up information. And I will be honest, I have been sharing a lot of stuff on my Instagram stories and people are like, Angel, do you have any videos I should be watching? Um, documentaries, where are you getting your information? And I'm like, okay, well, if you want me to know, I'll tell you. And then they're going, they're like, oh shit. And this, I don't think those conversations would have been had. Yeah. Had this, you know, not on the grand scale that it's happening of people watching and learning and going, holy shit, I've been, you know, been turning a blind eye, but now I can't turn the blind eye. There's blessings. Again, there is light underneath awesome. all of this weirdness. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you see the light inside of you, you'll see that light that's, that's being created outside of us. And this coronavirus is what I say is a distraction for all of us not to focus truly on the light and to see the truth of what's happening. And that's what it really comes down to is that we're so caught up in technology and we're so caught up in ego and we're so caught up in fear and we're, we're really not catching the signs or we're really not catching the truth of, of what's happening outside of us because it's easier to turn a blind eye rather than to face that truth. It's just like, facing your own truths, right? It's easier to turn a blind eye to face your own truths and just live in that place of comfort exactly like the outside world. If we're constantly denying the truths that are being shown to us and we're like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory or that's that and that's that. Sweetheart, the only conspiracy that's going on is literally in your brain. If you looked in the last three years, if you looked in the last three years of what's been happening economically, polit politically, and all these, I don't want to even get into this again. I get so wound up. Another festival. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, but this is the whole thing. Like when I was in California uncovering the truth of who I was, I was dealing with this energy three years ago. And that's who I recognized what my purpose is in this time right now even though i was i wasn't hiding for two years or three years but i was just getting comfortable into the truth of who i am now i'm like yo this is this shit is not new this has been transpiring for three years you just failed to actually believe it because you thought it was too out there but sometimes when it's too out there you have to go inside of you to recognize that it's there and what are you not looking at in yourself? When you say, I don't want to see that, I don't believe that, what inside of you says, I don't believe you? I, you know, that's a reflection. So yeah. say, like, turning a blind eye because it, you know, feels scary or negative, it's like you're just denying yourself because again, we all have light and darkness. And if you, you yes. can't just always be positive and thinking about all of the light or whatever, because part of the darkness is where the transformation happens. So again, I think this video, we're going to talk, it's duality at its finest. Um, yeah. I talk about polarity. There's always like these opposing forces. But again, when we come and we meet together, that's where the, the butterfly 
you know, comes and <laughs> is born. So yeah, it transmutes. And that's why you have to face your shit head on in anything you do, just like the truth is going to prevail itself. So whatever you're going through out there, stop turning a blind eye, man. You are so worth living in that state of boldness, both fierce and unstoppable. Those are my other three, but thank you so much for this angel. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> okay. Any, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and unmute everybody and we'll just do, um, one final like goodbye. Um, I just want to do one more reminder. All of our amazing panelists today, they will be leaving their information in the comment section below this video. Again, this video, if you missed any portion of it, will be on my YouTube channel, which is Holistic Fashionista Temple, inside our Holistic Fashionista private community group on Facebook and on our Facebook page. So, um, uh, so if you want to get to know, follow them on Instagram, learn about their amazing products and services. I bet tons of them have free offers on their websites if you want to get to know them on a deeper level or their modalities. Um, so do check them out. And then um, until next month, we do these month we do these festivals every single month. I hope to see you guys at our next one. Thank you to all my beautiful panelists. You guys are amazing. I know you guys are my soul sisters. We speak the same language. I'm so honored to know you and to be getting to know you on deeper levels. So thank you guys all for being here and have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank, Bye. thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.